And welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 28th, and we have some press conferences to talk, to talk about that happened right, right after we recorded last week, and some some moves around the league, not Yankee moves, but relevant to uh, some of our division rivals to talk about. And uh, the left field options are kind of dwindling. They're, they're coming off the board. So it'll be interesting to see what the Yankees do there. Um, but I'm going to send it out to San Diego. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Season's greetings again. Hope your Christmas was great, and uh, happy holidays to everybody. We've got uh, three days left, I guess four days left in this fiscal year because it's still real early on the 28th. So, um, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, a lot of a lot of fun uh, things to watch uh, last week with uh, back-to-back days on the uh, on the. Uh, um, Aaron Judge and Rodon front, um, both both were really good in their um, in their uh, introduction introductory press conferences. Of course, uh, the excitement with Judge, but then I thought Rodon was great in his post uh, in his interviews after the initial press conference. So, yeah, I, let's start with those. I know they're not first on the list here, mm-hmm. but uh, just want to get your thoughts on the. Let's start with the judge one. Obviously, that one started when we were um, when we were uh, recording last week, right. but kept going after we stopped. Um, and after well, that, after we did stop, Hal Steinbrenner did name uh, Judge the Yankee captain, which we did expect when we saw that Willie Randolph and, <laughs> and Derek Jeter were there. Yes, exactly. And it was good to see Derek there. Yeah, that was so. And he said to cool. us, he said to us last season that we're going to see more of him. Yeah, so. yeah, he did. Um, yeah, and he also said at the stadium in September that promise me, promise me, guys, uh, you could do a lot worse than Hal Steinbrenner has done. And, yeah, and you'll see that. <laughs> um, He's a defender. So, yeah. So yeah, but it was great. It really was. It was great. Uh, um, I, I really liked Boone Booney's uh, comments. Um, Prior to yeah. prior to them bringing Judge up, I thought Booney did a great job of just expressing everything personally about how he's you know um, you know his conversations at the end that last day that got everybody nervous. Um, it was just really good. Yeah, yeah, Boone was really good on these these days. I think I think I mean he's just you could t- you could tell he was just like gleaming with <laughs> with excitement. Absolutely, um, probably the happiest guy in the room. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, getting Judge back. One of the, I think the my favorite part of what, about what he said about Judge was that he uh, he talked about how Judge could go like three for four, with, but like didn't hit a homer, and then he'll be like, "I'll be better next. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be better tomorrow yeah. for you, Skip." And then uh, he would talk about. I, I think he talked about him like, uh, Judge struck out in an at bat before or something like that, and then Boone went up to him and was like, "Hey, what was that? Like, what?" What the heck was that? And then Judge goes up, Homer's next at bat. Yeah. And on the way home from third, he's like staring at him <laughs> the whole time <laughs> on the way on the way home. So, yeah, I, I think it yeah. says, uh, you know, Boone says it's it's the swagger that he has, but like a calm and, and collected swagger, not an out right. there type of swagger. That yeah, judge he, has. Yeah, he so. talked about how to the public it can be extremely humble, and then the inside the, the dugout you can be, you know, uh, you know, uh, the the presence that they need. So, yeah, yeah, I think, I, I think, in uh, with the guys, and when the, when the the outsiders aren't looking in, I think Judge talks a little. I think he can talk a little junk about it. Do you think he can talk some Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you know, when you played New York, New York in the bro box as you're walking out of the dugout in Fenway Park, yeah. you know, you know, of course. Yeah. Of course that, of course that one didn't age too well. Yeah. But no. I think, uh, yeah. Um, I think, you, I think we see it a couple of times. We saw it then and then we saw it with the, uh, the I'm cold thing when he yes. homered in Houston. So, yeah. Which was, was I thought that was funny, but the Rodon press con- press conference was pretty good too. Um, yeah. He, uh, I, I think I like how he started off with like thanking his parents, and he's like, "They, uh, 
He's like, they, like birthed, me. My, they birthed me. It reminds <laughs> me of, I think it was Mariano Rivera had a, uh, like a, they had like Mariano Rivera day at the stadium one day. And then he's like, thank you for, he basically said the same thing for, it's like, thank you to my parents for having me. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, Rodon basically did the same thing. He did, and and uh, and he was, and he was like, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot to say, and he didn't, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and he's very direct and to the point, but he, you can tell he was excited to be there. Um, I loved, uh, I loved Aaron Boone's comment, looking at him as he's clean shaven, you know, saying, you know, you'll get used to it. <laughs> yeah. He also um, said that he's also. I'm looking forward to taking you out of the game when you're, <laughs> yeah. when you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, when you don't want me to. That's yep. that's like that reminds me of like when when Boone got hired, he went on CC Sabathia's podcast and he was like, "You know I'm going to have to take you out when you don't want me to." And the first one I had was, you know, Joe Torre taking that first step of the dugout with Mike Messina on the mound and Messina saying, "No, you stay there." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back, you know. So yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can imagine fighter. I can imagine some some moments like that um yeah but he's got he, a presence he really has a presence that energizes when he's on the mount and uh i think rodon's going to be great for all for all that hey little yeah. side note little side note because in some of the pictures at the end of the uh, rodon uh conference and stuff um they showed one picture and i could have sworn it's a brian dable lookalike i think it's his <laughs> father-in-law I'm not sure if it's his yeah. father or it's his father-in-law, but I, you know, and, and and you know, I had to, I had to actually, I had to clip that, post it, and say, Brian, Brian Dable, he gets everywhere. Not only at Rangers games, you know, and stuff, but he, he ends up he ends up at the podium in the press conference yeah. with Rodon, you know. So, and of course, it was the clean-shaven Brian Dable with just the goatee, as yeah. opposed to he's growing his beard back, by the way. But that's a side note. So, yeah, after, yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. talk about them later. Yeah, um, and then you talked about how you liked how Rodon handled like the, the interviews after the press conference. Like I thought when he went and talked to uh, Jack Curry and Bob yep. Lorenz, like I thought that was really interesting. He kind of actually got into his. Uh, he did like p- pitching, but, like and, and he stopped himself. His, and yeah, he stopped himself. Like, he said, "Wait, you're you're making me give away my secrets," you know. Yeah. And, but he uh, he also made it made it known that he's he's not the two pitch pitcher that the San Francisco Giants tried to make him last year. Yeah, you know? yeah. He, I mean, obviously those two pitchers will be his main yep. combo. But like he said, he 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 doesn't. He's prideful and doesn't want to give up on his changeup. So yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And he also said, and by the way, I threw my changeup twenty seven times in my no hitter. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forget. I keep forgetting he threw a no hitter. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I I I keep I think I confuse him with uh, Dylan Cease, who got who was like one out away from a no hitter, and he he lost it. Yeah, and they were they were both on the White Sox. I, right, right. So, um, that's why I get those two confused. Um, Redon would probably make sure you're you're correct. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I, I threw a no hitter, I would be telling yeah. everyone too. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I mean, press conferences were good. Yeah, um, Yankees alluded to not being done. We'll see what that means because yep. I don't know what else is out there that mm-hmm. um, would be a significant ad. But um, yeah, let's get to the some of the moves that happened around the league. Obviously, the left fielders are uh, relevant. Yes. So, um, Conforto to the Giants. That was probably one of the guys that people thought was most likely to be added um so two year he he signs two years 36 million with uh an opt-out so a pretty interesting deal there um i was fine i'm fine not giving him 18 million as much as i i would have liked conforto at a certain price but i think that's a little a little much for him you know the fact that he uh that he uh hadn't played all of last year and and stuff. I just I thought it was going to be you know it was risky to try to bring him in. And, and he had uh, a down year the the last year. Yeah, before he down, got hurt. exactly. So um, I thought that was going to be kind of risky. So I don't know. I think um, 
you know, I'm, I'm okay with that move going away. And, and, you know, quite honestly, the San Francisco Giants had to get somebody, right? The, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they got right. Bouquet, they got they got yeah. corner outfielders. They get they get the the shortstop who fails the physical, so they get yeah. the guy whose shoulder was not good all last year. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently so, not. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that that news too. But um, I find it interesting that uh, now a second team has concerns with. Uh, yeah, shortstop. right. So. Yeah. Um, the other, the biggest move of the week was uh, Dalton Varsho getting traded to the Blue Jays. Yeah, um, and they gave up a haul for yep. for him. Uh, Gabriel Moreno is like one of I think I don't think he was technically a prospect anymore, but one of the top young catching prospects in the game, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that that was a big piece to give up. It would have it would have uh, taken the Yankees of Volpe if they wanted to get Varsho. Yeah, so and and they've even made a, made made very public comments within the organization from the organization that, you know, there there are a lot of people there there are showstoppers on any trade for them. They're not giving up the young the young guys. Yeah, and um, they also get the uh, the Blue Jays also gave up Loris Gurriel, who, while he's not a good defender, he he was a very good hitter and uh, he had kind of hurt the Yankees at times. So yeah. I was I was okay with that. Um. Yeah. So. That that was a big trade. What I find interesting is that they're gonna play him in left field, and um, at, at, they're gonna play Varsho in left field, and yeah. that is uh, I I believe Varsho's value is in center field because he is one of the best defenders in center field in, mm-hmm. in baseball. Um, that that's where like you see he he's like a four or five war player. Like yeah. when he wins above replacement. Oh yeah, yep, yep. And um, that's where that that's where much of his his uh, where he accumulates a lot of that is uh, defensively. And uh, so who's who's the center fielder then for the Blue Jays? I would imagine still Springer, maybe. Yeah, Springer. Yep. Um, I, I I'm not sure exactly of the name, but um, no, it I would do be, know. Yeah, it would be Springer. Uh, I do I do know that they uh they do plan on putting Varsho in left. At least for this year, um, yeah. And and then I thought about like, what if the Yankees made that trade, and then like he would be playing left in in Yankees uh, for the Yankees as well, because we have Bader. But um, I, I think it would be a little different for the Yankees because left field is like you need a center fielder's uh, skill set. But still, the I mean the uh, the value of getting him in in center field would be a a better uh, return on that investment. I well, think. They- you know what? They, it's it's because they, Springer is probably going to go to right, and they got Kermeyer in in center. Right, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. But you're right; so they'll, they'll have sense. a good defensive outfield. Yeah. So, yep. yep. I mean, but you know, yeah. a guy coming off the bench, they got Whit Merrifield. You know, they they actually yeah. are loaded out there now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that was a that was an interesting move. Um. So. Two left field options coming off the board. I thought Varsho was pretty unlikely. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the outfield options out there now. Um, Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds. It's him. Everybody's saying guy. it's him. Yep. And then probably like people like Kepler. So yeah. Um, as much as he wouldn't be an exciting option. Yeah. And the only um, free agent options out there right now are the other two guys, right? Uh, Profar and David Peralta yeah. are some of the other guys. So it's either Reynolds, uh, Kepler, Peralta, Profar. You just stick with Cabrera in left field. So you know, if you just stick with him, that's not a bad thing. You know. Yeah, it's that's, not the worst thing. He, yeah, he's not your Swiss Army knife coming off the bench if they have him in a in a permanent position all the time and they. You know, even um, uh, um, you know, Booney still you know says that he he loves Cabrera for his versatility. So yeah, yeah, um, and, and I think part of the benefit of adding a left fielder would be to uh, um, when you like when you give that left fielder a day off, you can put Cabrera there rather than like when Cabrera has to move somewhere else to play. Uh, for someone who's getting a day off, you'd have to put Hicks out there and left. So, and by the way, I think I mean I think 
the Yankees are going to try their best to move Hicks because he's got his 10 to 5 rights coming in. Yeah, coming up. Um, so when that comes up, he'll, he'll, he'll have a no trade clause. So it, it, the Yankees will have to account for that. Um, so out of those, out of the two guys that the Yankees have been rumored to try to move Hicks and Donaldson, I think yeah. Hicks is much Hicks more is, likely. Yeah. Um, and would you do course, a would you, would you do a Hicks or um, Kepler? I mean, because yeah. Hicks came from Minnesota, right? Yeah, so, I would. Yeah, I don't know if they would want him, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, uh, I'm not sure what their their outfield plan. I mean, they have Buxton in center. They have Gallo yep. now. Yep. Probably gonna play. I would imagine they would play Gallo in right. Yeah. Or uh, like because left field seems to play with his head. Yeah. So, yep. Um, yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what the Twins do there. I would. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I get the, um, I get the optimism with Kepler because you could. The shift is being banned. You, you hope he can elevate more balls. You know, the Yankees kind of did change Rizzo's uh, offensive profile. He's pulling yep. the ball more than he used to he's you know yep. he's got taken advantage of the short porch so yeah um yeah we'll be interesting to see what the yankees do in left field there um and the uh, uh next thing i have on the list is uh michael k said uh that he, he had some interesting information on the uh on anthony volpe um i could play the clip if you want if you want to yeah yeah so we'll give give credit to the Michael K show. Here it comes. Well, it's for, it was on Yankees Hot Stove. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. So here it goes. So he gets back from a long, long minor league season. He goes double A and triple A, and uh, his dad convinces him, Anthony, give your body a month. Just let it reset. Don't keep pushing yourself. He said, "You're right, Dad. I will." And then he got a phone call from Brian Cashman, and Brian told him, "You have a chance at this job." the way you perform in spring training. Just want you to know. And the father said the next morning at like 5.30 in the morning, here's the garage door. And then the son drives away. And he calls him in the car. He said, Anthony, what are you doing? He goes, going to work out. He goes, I thought you were going to give the body a month. Nope. Not, not. I got a chance to win this job. And then he also went down to Tampa right away to go to work. This guy wants this. This is important for him. Yankee fan since birth. He's almost got a little of that Jeter maniacal, you know, focus yeah. to him. Jeter only wants to be a Yankee shortstop. So does Volpe. Now, obviously, Peraza, I think, has the inside track because he did play some in the big leagues. But I wouldn't bet against Anthony Volpe at this point. He said, so he... Yeah. Yeah. So... A look into the mentality of Anthony Volpe. Uh, can, and can you imagine the feedback they're getting now, too? Because you also have DJ LeMahieu down in Tampa trying to rehab and get himself full squared yeah. right now. Imagine those guys are probably playing around, doing a lot of turn two activity and, and uh, yeah. get, getting together on the field and stuff. So I'd be, I'd be interested in, in hearing some of the players as they start seeing them get going, too. But, you know... <laughs> You know, uh, Michael Michael K is right. I mean, he, this guy, every level he moved up last year, he performed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so. um, yeah. It, I mean, he took kind of like the same trajectory that a lot of minor league prospects take, where they take a little bit to adjust to the level. Yeah, um, like Peraza did at, I believe, Double A last year, yeah. or maybe tri- no, I think it was Triple A last year where he. They started him in uh, in AAA, and then I, I believe he had a bad start to the season because I, I think people heard he was really cold and he's really getting <laughs> he's getting used to it. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting there. Yeah. Um, it's good. I think it's good. But you know what? Let's let's talk about the chances. Okay. He's 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 got Peraza uh, in front of him, and uh, and Pro- IKF still on the on the roster too. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Got to remember IKF. Um, how quickly we want to put IKF in the background, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, he's 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 going to be he's got a, a little bit a bit of an uphill battle. Um, I would even expect Peraza to be yeah, the opening yeah. day shortstop. I think he's the odds-on favorite. He, you know, he's he, he he even in his sparing uh, play that he got 
last year, uh, you know, uh, and then even into the playoffs a little bit. It was nice. It was nice to see that he could he could still you know he, he, without being a regular every day he he could still come in and be an effective at bat. Yeah, he um and put up pretty good field. numbers in like eighteen games yeah. last year. Yeah, and he, obviously he he looked um legit with the glove. So he he like I I have confidence him on in him on the defensive side of the ball. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean yeah. you. you you tell him, hey, game two ALCS, you're gonna go in and play shortstop first <laughs> inning and gets a hot shot to him and and yep, just makes hand, a play. Yep, handles it, and everybody so. at that point goes like, hey, if who? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'll be good to see. But you know what's interesting right now? I was just checking the forty man. Volpe's not on it. Yeah. So. so it would take another. It would take a move to yeah. to get him on there. So a lot. Trevor Plouffe on Talking Baseball has talked about competitions in spring training, and yeah. he talks about how they're not real, where like they basically say it's a competition because well, they're gonna give one guy the job, mm-hmm. but they don't want to say that they're giving it to him because they don't want to want him to just like yeah. they go want through to the work. motions in spring training. So yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the case here. I think it would take a, a bad spring training by by Peraza and a great spring training by Volpe to mm-hmm. uh, to for him to be the uh, opening day shortstop. Um, but hey, I, I mean, I don't think Volpe is too far behind at all. Um, I think yeah. by by June or something. I would expect to, June July. I think I hope the Yankees would call him up if he's doing. Well, a triple A. So, or it just takes one injury, you know. Yeah. One one bad stint. That's true. One bad stint on the DL. Um, you know, and, and when you think about it, it's middle infield, so you already have uh, Glaber yeah. there. You know, you know, a second. You have DJ uh, playing around potentially, but yeah. you could go to third. Um, then you have Peraza, IKF. Yep. Cabrera. Let's even put him in that picture. Okay, a little bit, and Volpe. You know that's that's yeah. a crowded that's a crowded middle infield. Yeah, and then even if if Volpe wants if Volpe's going to play third base at all, mm. yep, there's still Donaldson there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and DJ who's going to yep. play third base. Um, yep. So, I, I would some's got to give long term. If the Yankees are keeping these guys, I think Peraz is going to be a shortstop. Volpe's going to be second base long term yeah. and, yeah. and and that brings me to glaber torres where like i want i just wanted to hit on him i mean we there were talk there was talk about him being traded at the deadline yep and there was there's everyone's kind of just picking it up assuming he's gonna i don't i don't think everyone's assuming now but at the beginning of the off season a lot of people were like oh glaber torres is gonna get traded they almost dealt him at the deadline i don't think he can do that now because I think he's one of the sure things in the lineup. As much yeah. as he had, he he can be hot and cold. He wasn't really as hot and cold as people thought last year. Because it was really just August where he was terrible, and yeah. he, he's not the only one who had a bad August on the Yankees. So, I mean, I R- Rizzo was pretty bad. I think uh, pretty pretty much everyone except for Judge was bad in August. Yeah, I think people pointed to uh, was it is his OBP plus that was one hundred and fifteen. Or OPS so, plus. OPS probably. plus, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, thanks. And and so uh yeah, 115 is you know, way over the median. That's good. So, yeah, that's, that's I mean really good. That's good. So, I yeah. mean 100's league average. So. Yes, right. And the the other one that works on that kind of scale is WRC plus, which that's yeah. probably I think that's in they're usually they usually fall in the same range. They're not Yeah. We had Katie Sharp on yep. and yep, I yep. I asked her what whether OPS plus and WRC plus are kind of like similar stats, and she said no. Which yeah. I, I, the calculations aren't, but they usually fall in within the same five, like within five points of each other. Yeah. So, um, yeah. If you look at that, no, if whether you're looking at fan graphs or Baseball Reference, that's it. That'll mm-hmm. be the similar. Uh, yeah, and. Glaber's August WRC plus was thirty one. By the way, which is <laughs> yeah. that's like not major league. That, yeah. That's not a no. major league hitter. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, 
hopefully we don't see that again. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, but if you look at the last, uh, the other five months of the season, I bet, yeah, I bet yeah. his WRC plus would go up to like one thirty, yeah, or something like that. He he definitely was once he once he's in the mode, and and has everything rolling, he's good. So yeah, because I because you think about the lineup, it's Judge Rizzo, Stanton are like you expect them to perform yeah and glaber as much as he's not he's not like a a star you know a superstar yeah but you you can expect a, a solid offensive production out of him at this point yeah. in his career yeah um and so i don't i don't think he can deal one of those sure things away yeah, because that's your middle of your lineup right there. That's Especially two, three, with the four, questions five. regarding LeMahieu, where right. you, you know he's he's trying to avoid surgery, but you don't know yeah. you don't know if he's gonna stay healthy throughout the yeah. whole season. No, it's he hasn't had a full season. You know, last two seasons he's ended he's ended yeah. short in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So, last thing I had before I had a side note here, where. Uh, for for Rodon, Rodon and Canley, they uh, the Yankees DFA Lucas Litke, um, the J Hap lookalike went <laughs> from spring training. Who, hey, he had a pretty good run with the Yankees considering where they added him from. And, and he was one of the very first ones to adopt the uh, the the carpenter slash Cortez mustache. So yeah, it was one of the very first guys. And you know, apparently in the dugout, he's he's uh, again in the dugout and and the, in the clubhouse, he's he's one of those uh, those guys that they counted on a little bit. So this was a surprise move. Yeah, um, but uh, it's almost like uh, the I, I believe the uh, the Conley move. Um, is probably the one that, that necessitated him um, mm-hmm. being DFA'd. But yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah. And and it's a surprise because if we were both looking at it, we would have expected... Uh, Abreu. Abreu so, to be the guy, yeah. Yeah, because he was out of options, right? So, he's, you know, he's I mean, out he's of been options. out of options. Out of options. He was on three teams last year. The Yankees dumped him once to, to the Royals. Then, they, then Rangers picked him up, and then they picked him up again after that. So... Mm. Well... He was traded to the Rangers, right? Well, he was in I the Trevino I, trade. I, was he in the Trevino yeah, trade? Yeah, he was. Okay, then and he then, ended up at the Royals. Then, okay. yeah. Yeah, the Rangers DFA'd him, and then he got picked up by the Royals. And then, <laughs> a week later, they DFA'd him. Yeah. And then the Yankees pick him up. So, um, yeah, it would be... The, the, another guy to watch out for who is out of options um, is Florio. He's kind of a use it or lose it at this point in uh his career um well, so i would think by the end of spring, i think he might be one of those end of spring training type of trades where like the yankees got talkman or something like that remember when right they did that at the end of spring training and everyone was like what the heck was what are they doing here uh, but <laughs> yeah, um that trade worked out okay because he did. had a pretty good 2019 um yeah. yeah side note before we get to some around the league stuff uh, I, I said go Giants last week after a big win in Washington. Yeah, I know they lost in Minnesota. But they played well though. Yeah, you I was I two was mistakes not, away from keeping yeah. that game in their own, in their own win column. Yeah, I was pretty proud of the effort in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good team that they have there. Um, well, yeah. more importantly, you saw you saw um, you saw Jones Daniel Jones light it up, and uh, yeah, and you know yeah he had the one pick, but. Um, but no, and, and, and I had made a comment how they had, how they had not in the, in the Washington game, he was releasing the ball so fast. I mean, he hadn't thrown, yeah. but one, he, he didn't throw a ball beyond 12 yards the entire game. Yeah. And, uh, and this time around he's, he's letting it fly. Yeah. So yeah. scenario now, every, everyone else they needed to lose lost and yeah. the, the Giants come home and play a Colts team led by Jeff Saturday and Nick Foles, where yeah. if they don't beat that Colts team at home, they don't deserve 
to be in the playoffs. I, I so. you know, but I don't want to throw any bad karma out there and stuff and say they should make. You know, I mean they they've got to put the effort in. I'm in the Brian Dable column. Yeah. We don't talk about that stuff. Win the until day. After. Yeah, win, win, the, the win the day. Win the day. Win the day. We're shooting for one and zero. Yeah, you know, and and we'll go do it and stuff. And of course, it's, but it's the last home game, and and yeah. you're our lucky charm. So we and I will say, I think it's twelve years years ago at this point, or yeah, twelve years ago, January first, I was at MetLife Stadium when the Giants played the Cowboys. Win and get in. Yeah, that was my first year with season tickets. Yeah, and now is this is the first time since then where the the Giants can win and clinch a spot at home since that since that yep. day. Yep, and and it's on New Year's Day again. Yeah, so, so twelve years to the day. Let's, well, uh, I will be in my Mark Bavaro jersey, and underneath will be my five and two. Eleven years to the day. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will, and I will be in, underneath. Will be my five and two uh, Giants T-shirt. But yeah. Anyway, back to our Yankee yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Around the league, uh, we we talked about Correa's deal falling through with the Giants last week. Yeah. And his deal seems to be on hold with the Mets at least. I think they're still trying to work it out, but the uh, physical the rock concerns again with his ankle um so everybody thought the giants had cold feet when in reality yeah. it's a it's cabrera's feet uh, Correa, uh correa's feet that are, are being the problem here yeah it's um it's a 2014 ankle injury he broke it and then he got some kind of plate put in there mm-hmm. um and I guess teams are kind of afraid of that being kind of like degenerative, like, uh, like kind of, you'll see athletes have like a degenerative yep. knee condition where it's like, uh, there's no cartilage and the bone wear, wears down. Um, I guess this might be kind of like that. Um, he also had a play in September where someone slid and hit him where he got that surgery. And it kind of, he said it was kind of a scary moment for him when that happened but he ended up being fine um so i I guess that's what that's what uh the giants are concerned about the giants and the mets are concerned about there yeah and i think you know uh there was also a rumor that the braves were going to be sweeping in at this point um because they're they're without shortstop right now um but but the uh you know i think the thing here is people don't want to now they want to take years off of this contract and and they want to you know, yeah, and I'll bet you here the other the other aspect in this too is the teams go out and get insurance on guys with these lengthy contracts and this kind of stuff and everything. And my guess is the insurance companies are blocking, and they're saying, eh, "We're not going to insure yeah. him for this long for this long of a contract." Yeah, so. and even even if you get insurance, it's yeah. uh, it's going against the luxury tax regardless. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So no, but the insurance is whether he can play or not. And yeah. that's where that's where clubs, you know, that's what we, you know, the Yankees do with a lot of their large dollar contracts. Oh. Is, uh, you know, they, Ellsbury. Ellsbury, <laughs> exactly. And and so, you know, if you can't play, we still get to collect. We'll pay you, but we get to collect and have it be a wash. Um, and, and in this case, you know, it could be the insurance companies are balking on Korea. And we haven't heard that yet. That's my speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't doubt it at all. Yeah, I, I, that's an interesting angle to it. I, I didn't think about it that way, yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you think that uh, this is this is me joking? But do you think the Yankees uh, get tempted enough, enough to offer him seven for one fifty three, which is the exact Ellsbury contract? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. You no, know, that would be funny. But no, we already have I'd, one third I'd base. Be, I'd risk. be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even 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 if it's that twins type of deal, I'd be surprised if the Yankees. Uh, but if I if I was howling if I was howling Cashman, I'd be calling up Steve Cohen right now, saying, you know, we we got a third baseman that's already on the roster that we can give you. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I, I may not even take a whole lot back for him. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll cover some money too, even though. It's, yeah. Even though we, Steve Cohen doesn't really. You don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Cohen does not care about that. Yeah. Um, 
let's talk about Brian Reynolds. The, the uh, Dalton Varsho trade is going to impact that return, yes. I believe. Big time. And I believe the Dalton Varsho trade is going to result in the uh, the Pirates not dealing Reynolds this offseason. I think it'll be the deadline at the earliest. Um, the Blue Jays were one of the teams that rumored that were rumored with Reynolds and mm-hmm. uh, because they have pitching prospects. And that is supposedly what the, the Pirates want. Yeah. Um, and the Dodgers had uh, were are another team that supposedly, according to J.P. Morosi, um, they have a prospect that uh, the Pirates would be interested in. But I'm not sure that the Dodgers are trying to add to this team now. They, I think they're tr- there's been talk about them trying to stay under the luxury tax, and now with uh, the Trevor Bauer suspension being lifted, right. they got thirty million added to their payroll, basically. Yeah. yeah. So. I wouldn't expect the Dodgers to uh, be making a trade for Reynolds this offseason. Unless um, you put Trevor Bauer in the package and just well, they're, I think they're just they're just release. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't think that <laughs> that's gonna happen. Yeah, um, something I came up with is uh, a potential trade for uh, Reynolds would probably be. The Yankees, including one of one or two of Volpe, Dominguez, or Peraza, um, right, and then backfilling the uh, the trade with pitchers like Clark Schmidt, Warren, and Clayton Beater, mm. who are the probably the three top guys that uh that I would say are like t- top young pitchers in the in the organization. I would believe um, the Yankees dealt from their pitching for prospects last year when yeah, they, they did when they they dealt um I, I forget who they dealt but in the in the F's oh, trade the, the and then, A's, yeah the A's got uh, the A's got two starters from the Yankees in, in in back-to-back trades yeah um JP Sears and um Luis Hale they got him yeah and uh oh Hayden Wesneski I believe yeah Wesneski to, uh, to the Cubs yep and he's doing very well yeah so um, yeah, the Yankees dealt from their pitching, strength, the their, the the pitching in their system last year, and they, uh, um, you know that they still have kind of, that kind of takes away from yeah what they can deal for Reynolds this year yeah yeah so I don't know I think you know I think I think Reynolds is the guy they're still targeting uh, they're figuring out some way to to get it done. Um, there is even a rumor out there that there might be a third team involved if uh, if Pittsburgh and the Yankees can't do a straight a straight trade. Yeah, I think that's the one way you can make it happen. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are saying that maybe the Marlins would would do it, um, but I, I'm not sure how you get them involved. But yeah, basically yeah. the question is: Is it worth it? If it takes, okay. So say you're giving up those three pitchers. If it's Dominguez, just Dominguez out of those top three big prospects, are you doing it? Well, I'd, the first thing I'd, I'd be concerned about is they've, uh, okay, you, you take a look at the existing outfield. It's young. They've got locked people in. Dominguez could be that guy that comes up and plays a left field in the future. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, and he's another guy that potentially – you know, could could have a short stint left in the minor leagues and move up. So, um, from an from an options yeah. standpoint, he was already up to double A last year. Yeah, he was doing well in double A. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so I I don't know, but I you know Volpe I think is a is a no touch. Um, they're they're not yeah. they're not putting him in anything. I think Peraz has got an outside shot at being part of a deal. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, I don't think Peraza alone would get it done no Reynolds no I think you'd have to go Dominguez and Peraza probably so um yeah I I just don't see a Reynolds trade happening I would love to see it happen but just don't uh I wouldn't expect it Hmm. um yeah but something big is still happening they're not done yet that's what we keep hearing (laughs) yeah yeah we'll see (laughs) The, the thing is like Comparing Varsho to Reynolds, 
Varsha was better than Reynolds last year. Yeah. Like according like to war and wins above wins above replacement. Um Varsha had a better better year. Uh Reynolds had about three 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 wins wins above replacement last year. Yeah. Um still a good player and I I believe a lot of that is because he was uh, he was not good in center field last year. I think the Yankees would benefit from him playing in left field. Um but yeah. still uh he he didn't have as good of a year as he did in 2021. So um, you know and it could be it could be the uh you know the Yankees they still say there's a gap in left field, but they do have internal options, which could be one of yeah. the reasons why they're slow boating it. Which they, I mean, they did say there there's a gap in center field last year as well, and then they went into the season with Hicks uh, as the center fielder. So if they run out of options, that makes sense. I don't think they would be opposed to uh, not to uh, not not adding someone in that in that position and then reevaluating at the deadline. So I agree. I, I agree. You know, they're, they're like, okay, let's get into, let's get into the spring and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I, I think Kepler might be the, be the guy that they get. I don't think he's going to take too much because he's got only a year or two left on his contract. And... Yeah. But I think there's just so many, so many things with Kepler that, you know, are you really getting any kind of an upgrade? You know, I mean, it, mm-hmm. yeah, to me, it, it, you know, I just, you know, you already have your right fielder in uh, Aaron Judge, you know, you know, uh, so you put him in the other corner, which he's not used to playing. Um, yeah. And then, <clears throat> you know, the more I'm thinking about it, you have Stanton, Hicks, Cabrera, and potentially if Dominguez, you know, shows shows up, you have you have four guys that can play that position already on the roster. Yeah, I don't think Dominguez is part of the plan. But no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Dominguez is on like the Peraza timeline this year, where they bring him up in September to get his feet wet. You know, so yeah, see how he does at this next level. Um, he's got to go through the AAA first, though. You're right. Yeah. Um. So we've been kind of doing an around the division, uh, th- uh wrap around here. Uh, yep. to, uh, towards the end of our uh, shows here. Um, so, obviously, the Blue Jays, they traded for Dalton Varsho. Um, that's an ad for them. And that's a big upgrade. I'm going to tell you that, yeah. you know, that, that, that puts the Blue Jays swooping in and, and, uh, and taking him off the table from the Yankees was a double win for them. They get him, and they keep yeah. him away from the Yankees. Yep. And uh, uh, the Red Sox... They continue to lose out on players. They lost out on uh, Nate Evaldi yesterday. He signed yep. with the, uh, the Texas Rangers. And yep. also Rich Hill signed with the Pirates. So that's another departure for them. Yep. Okay. Yep. I just don't know what the Red Sox are doing. <laughs> I think, like, uh, obviously, Bloom has not been as good no. as people have expected. I was afraid that he was going to turn them into, like, the Dodgers 2.0 because he came yeah. from Tampa, but... Goes to show you can't just blindly pull people from the Tampa Bay Rays and expect them to replicate what they do. So, yeah, yeah, but you know, and, and they've lost. And I, you know, my biggest fear is again, Devers is not going to be on the market. Okay, yeah, and as we talked about last week, you know, that would be that a realistic third base option for the Yankees later. Yeah, yeah. Next up, next off next season. Year. I, yep. I there's a good. Uh, there's a very good chance that I'm like hard on the Devers <laughs> train Ooh. next year. So uh, if that comes to, if that does happen. Um, but yeah, they lose out on, I mean, I just think I'm Bloom has not been as good as people have expected. And I think John Henry is not as invested as he used to be. He More invested in the soccer side. Yeah. And he's got the Penguins now. And yeah. I think he might be trying to he might be trying to start the he I think NBA is trying to trying to start a team in Vegas and I mm. think he might be interested in that. Oh. So um 
yeah. I mean, I have some theories about him maybe selling soon. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm... I, I might be way off base there, but... All right. Doesn't seem to have much interest in the in the Red Sox right now. Throw, throw <laughs> that teaser out there. Yep. Yeah, he's got... He's won, won four championships, so... Mm-hmm. Um, the Rays, nothing new. Kind of, I mean, I haven't seen anything from them. Haven't really... Uh, no, they've just lost pieces. Moves. We've we've seen them. Really, haven't seen many ads. We've seen losses. So. Yeah, um, and the O's they traded for James McCann, who has been a disappointment with the Mets. Um, they are uh, the Mets are picking up a lot of money on that contract. Yeah, and uh, and you said before the show that that's interesting because Adley Rutschman is right. obviously in line to be the starting catcher there he, um, he, he he took it over he took it over one month into this past season and was really really good um so i just think he's in a backup mode maybe to maybe to help refine rushman a little bit who knows yeah and uh the giants they have they had joey bart last year and they kind of did a similar thing where they added a uh veteran catcher last year and i'm not mm. sure not sure exactly the name they added but i do know that People were kind of confused when they added that catcher and uh, kind of blocked Joey Bart a little bit. So, uh, But the difference is Adley played at the major league level last year and played well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I have our list of free agents here that okay. from the yep. Yankees last year. Yep, let's um, see how we're doing. So, yeah, well, let's, let's just go down the list. We, we Obviously, Judge has resigned. Chapman is still a free agent. I don't know if anyone's going to be interested in him. Uh, Rizzo is resigned. He opted out. He opted out. Yep. Zach Britton's still out there. Um, but he still needs some rehab. He needs some rehab time. Yeah. You know, he hasn't. Uh, he came in, gave it the gallop, gave it, gave it the try at the end of the season for the Yankees, and probably yep. shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, Luis Severino had a team option. They picked him up. Yeah, for 2023, obviously. Um, Andrew Benintendi signed with the White Sox. We talked about that last week. Jamison Tyone signed with the Cubs. Matt Carpenter signed with the Padres. And the reason I wanted to go down this list is uh, Chad Green is still out there. Yes. I wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what kind of teams are going to be interested in him. That's that was such terrible timing with his injury. He was going to get a decent deal. Yeah, and I think he, I think I think he, you know, he is. Uh, it was really bad, but but I think the Yankees, you know, he still needs more rehab time, right? I mean, even if he was assigned right now, he probably wouldn't be yeah. pitching until at like August. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just don't, I just don't see anything. Uh, I, you know, the Yankees have been known to let let a player sign and rehab with some other team and then bring him back, a la Tommy Canley, right? So yeah, um, so we'll just see what happens. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, most of these guys that we already have answers for, and the other guys we don't, we probably won't, or we it'll be a small type of signing. So yeah, yeah, ready for uh, history? Did you know? Yes, I am. And here we go. Did you know that in two thousand one? Both the Yankees and the Mets almost had construction started on two dome stadiums. I I heard about like the Yankees potentially leaving the Bronx, but I had not oh, not well, about that. <clears throat> well, one of um, one of uh, outgoing Mayor Rudy Giuliani's um, uh, last swan songs and last press conferences was. Um, on this date, that the uh, the city and both the Yankees and the Mets had come to a mutual agreement on potentially building two eight, $800 million each dome stadiums where the city would contribute to a hefty amount to that um, and the ownerships would, would contribute the rest. Okay. And that was one of his things that he did on his way out of town. Mm-hmm. Okay. When uh, incoming mayor Michael Bloomberg had to kind of reset that pretty quickly into his term uh, and basically say, we're, we're just not sure the city can pick up a $1.6 billion price tag 
Um, and so, uh, so it, it, it died on the vine at that point yeah. in time. And then obviously, as we know, the Yankees then built, uh, uh, a new Yankee stadium in the 2009. So for 2009. Yeah. And, what uh, would this city be like with dome stadiums? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That makes me think of like, I, I mean, I've heard about George potentially wanting to leave the Bronx a bunch yeah. and, uh, Randy Levine kind of checked him on that and said, we need to stay in the Bronx. And they got the, got the new stadium deal done there. Um, you mean Randy Levine actually contributed something to this? Franchise? Yeah. I, maybe like <laughs> that was a good thing he did, but, yeah. um, I, I mean, yeah, maybe don't, maybe don't let him <laughs> speak publicly. <laughs> don't, don't let him, don't let him lead off a press conference for a, for your new incoming six year yeah. signed pitcher where he can't put his glasses on straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy, but he's a little, 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 little off in certain social aspects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So we could, we could have had two dome stadiums at that point or could have been tried. And you know what? I think now in hindsight, you know, the price tag was, was really cheap, right? Uh, obviously yeah. 22 years ago, almost 23. But, um, uh, but yeah, it, it would just, I mean, think of all the places now that have domes that can, uh, that 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 can have a you know i often wonder whether if you put a dome up what would the players do with the ability to carry a ball to right center bat and righty in yankee stadium yeah it might change the airflow yeah be interesting yeah well, we don't we'd have some more comments about the roof being open or closed so yeah yeah so thank had a longer day, had a longer episode today because you know got a day off for, from work, which was nice. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Next week is January fourth, and that is my birthday. So we'll be recording oh, the podcast on yay. my birthday. So it'll be rest assured. Be rest assured, we'll be singing to you. Yeah, you know, uh, I sing to every 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 one of my associates in my company every time <laughs> a birthday comes up. We have. We have a call every every other week, and uh, if you're in that w- period of time, the entire company sings to you. So, yeah. I'll, 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 I don't think I'll be able to wake my family up at six thirty to sing to you. But rest <laughs> assured, I will. My dog might be howling yeah. when I sing. Just let yeah. you know. <laughs> so I'll get I'll, I'll get I'll get a birthday song from you and my aunt who uh, is about in her nineties. She leaves a message and uh, sings every year. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Awesome. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back next week, um, hopefully. And we'll see if we get some Yankee news. I'm not expecting much. Um, hopefully, we get, we'll have another good uh, giant sidetrack. Happy New Year! As well. So we're looking for a happy New Year, not only for everybody but for the Giants as well. So yeah. All right. So we'll be back next week, and let's go Yankees. <laughs>